Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Daybreak Podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Nizam, and I can't tell you how excited I am to be bringing this to you. We have an inspiring lineup of people and conversations coming your way, and I know you'll find them valuable. First, however, I wanted to talk to you about my why for doing this podcast. I'm sure you'll be able to relate. For the last few years, I've been uncomfortable with myself and the direction I was heading, the work I was doing, the purpose I was living. It all started with needing small breaks from my reality every day and then wandering into a world of alternative possibilities and that miracle of a thing we call our imaginations. I'm pretty sure you all have had those moments too where in your head, the world is your oyster. So some days, my imagination curates me as a famed author whose autobiography has enthralled millions and become a box office hit. Other days, I'm a very hot, toned adventurer, bravely free-soloing some big rock. Caveat, I've never scaled anything, free or otherwise. Or I'm a woman having found my greatest love immediately after a crippling heartbreak, because good things always happen to good people. Most days, though, I'm a carefree, confident, and again, a hot young woman, traveling the world, not judged by culture and religion, and not bound by career, routine, obligation, or anything else, but having it all. And always, always, I am firm and reverent in my purpose. Those breaks have kept me going through some incredibly challenging times. They've inspired me, transformed me, and introduced me to a world of new people and possibilities. Most importantly, they've brought me to a place of peace and also here today to you on this podcast. See, we all need a break, more often than we realize, so that our hearts and our minds are inspired to ask for and work towards more than we would allow ourselves otherwise, or that at minimum, we take the time to laugh. So let me insert a little break into your day. A day break where we break the monotony, patterns, and doldrums of your day wherever you are. At work, at home, at the gym, commuting to your next to-do, or more recently, waiting for your Tesla to charge. We bring you into a new frequency. Consider it a space where you get to listen into stories, both of mine and my guests that inspire motivate and humor you into asking your own questions. A moment to consider what you want in your life. Who do you want to be? What does it mean to live? And how do you find your place in a tumultuous, ever-evolving world? I am comfortably exploring my many dichotomies, my many next phases. After first being incredibly confused and very uncomfortable about my changing priorities, I'm navigating my own life, split between working in the steady, responsible corporate world and also listening to my more creative, free-thinking, artistic essence, but between living the freedoms and comforts of the West and yet trying to retain and appreciate the viewpoints of my Eastern upbringing, but between embracing the comforts of today and worrying about the viability of our tomorrows. Not everyone feels comfortable or finds the courage in these moments of inflection to explore. I hope I inspire you to do so. I'm in my midlife, and like so many of you out there, I want to be inspired. I want to insert a break into my busy schedule to help me answer my own questions about navigating the changing world, being true to my evolving values and perspectives, and perhaps some of yours about where your next phase will take you. So join me on Daybreak as I meet, share conversations with, and learn from other humans who are exploring their own dichotomies careers and relationships in midlife, the bravery it takes to make change, and 
dare I say, the massive screw-ups and learnings that unfold. I'm simply on a mission to learn more about our human lives, how we can evolve to be true to ourselves and actually appreciate who we are. And I also want to share it with you in a moment when you need a break. So come break with me every Wednesday and give yourself a boost of inspiration for the day ahead. So what started all of this? Well, in 2022, after months of trying to make a change from a 16-year career in finance, I finally made it. I landed a new role at a startup, which is where I wanted to be in a completely different industry, which is what I had hoped for. But a change that I thought would reinvigorate and inspire left me feeling blah. I couldn't muster up the enthusiasm to share the news with friends. That was the first of many signs that made me question if my career was the problem, if a career change alone was going to fix my lingering anxiety and what really spoke to my heart and the person I wanted to be. So many questions and shockingly so few immediate answers, actually none. About that time, though, an acquaintance whom I would now call a dear friend, coincidentally named Hope, reached out and offered to help with what clearly was my need to understand myself better. On first glance, we're an odd couple. She is the antithesis of me, where I am quiet. She's a hurricane of energy, ideas, and thoughts. In fact, when I first met her, I was like, this lady needs to stop talking. My thoughts didn't stop her, though. She kept talking. Where I am measured, her philosophy is to experiment without bounds. Where I am analytical, sarcastic, and, oh, just a tinge judgmental, hope is all about heart and acceptance first. We started our journey diving deep into my values, getting me comfortable with viewing things a different way. That my current predicament was neither a weakness nor a failure, but a calling to reset in a world often characterized by a rat race and a never-ending list of to-dos, often dictated by trends and others and not intentionally chosen. There's a lot to be unpacked with Hope and her process, but we're going to dive into that with Hope on our next episode. Today, we're going to talk about a call I took on the referral of Hope. Hope is a professional connector, and so as we delved into my shit and my potential desire for a change of scenery, she said, you know, my friend's running this retreat, you should look into it. My immediate reaction was no. When I think retreat, I envision yoga, surfing, meditation, but also vegan food and sharing lots of feelings at sunset in Mexico or Costa Rica. The latter two, not really up my alley. But desperation for answers and direction made me take the call with Mike Bursick, the founder of Wayfinders, because it doesn't hurt to have a conversation. And, and please keep that piece of advice with you always. You don't know what doors it will open for you. Little did I know that this one suggestion, this one meeting would be the beginning of a slew of adventures of both body and mind. Because four weeks after speaking with Mike, me, myself, and a carry-on were off to the Bivindi National Impenetrable Forest in Uganda with 18 other strangers to adventure, to learn, to connect, to immerse myself in a cultural experience. This was a big leap of faith. See, Mike had up to that point never repeated a destination for one, and two, he doesn't disclose the itinerary until each day of the trip. So for planners and control freaks, Gosh, this adventure will need some serious letting go and lots of anxiety medication. For the rest of us desperate souls, though, I mean, like, what harm can a little more uncertainty do? 
and oh, this trip, so many firsts. A group adventure with strangers when you're not exactly big on talking, check. Flying on a wobbly propeller plane that carried like six with a question mark as to whether you'd come back down, also check. Side note, I dropped a WhatsApp message just before my flight to my friend Anne, who was caring for my fat cat, Miss Mabel, to say, hey, love you. Thank you for all that you do. And please take care of Mabel if I don't make it back down in one piece. Due to our time difference, she only got the message after she woke up and I had already confirmed a safe landing. Her response, typical Anne, was to say, oh, good, I was really worried and losing sleep, dot, 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 not. Everyone needs friends like Anne. If you don't have a sarcastic bitch in your corner, get one. They will do wonders for your ego, especially when you're feeling sorry for yourself. After landing, we raced across a lake in canoes, hiked up the 3,700-meter mountain where some ran out of water, others like myself turned back partway, and where everyone experienced the grueling steep terrain of the Ugandan mountain ranges. We visited with a local family of three wives and got this 31 kids. And this might be hard for you to believe, but amazingly, they all coexist, never feeling the need to get on television and air their problems or catfight each other. We learned how to roast coffee with them and then stayed to enjoy bananas from their backyards. We visited an orphanage, hiked through 24 kilometers of winding, mostly downhill, wet, steep and narrow path to then hike through. I repeat through and not around two waterfalls because that's the way finders wait. Why do something easy when you can do it difficult? It was challenging, all right. And yet looking back, one of the most refreshing and liberating things I've ever done. We then hiked. Yes, more hiking. Clearly I'm selling this, but hold on. We hiked to see gorillas. No words can describe the sereneness of the moment or the impressiveness of nature. As we sat alongside a family of gorillas for over an hour, less than 12 feet away, quietly watching them in their natural habitat, going about their business of eating, play fighting, and then turning their backs on us and deciding they were done with humans, eating was exhausting and naps were way more interesting. Our cultural immersion was to end with time visiting an indigenous people referred to as the Batwa community, who were conservation refugees, pushed out of their forest dwellings into towns to allow for guerrilla conservation and subsequent tourism. Their transition has been traumatic, but the entire community came out to welcome us. They serenaded us in song, dance, and stories of their past, their struggle, their hopes for their children and generations to come. And finally, they paid gratitude for the small contributions of livestock we had made to them. We left with a multitude of feelings, shocked by their hardships, humbled by their resilience and warmth, and appreciative of all that we had and the opportunities our lives enable us in helping others less fortunate. All things I believe this trip was meant to help us feel, recognize, and learn. The last component of this experience was about learning and connecting. Time was scheduled to give us all an opportunity to reflect on that which was challenging us, that which was hurting us, and that which had brought us together on this adventure in the first place. Everyone had a different story. Some had more demons than others they were hoping to overcome, and some just hoped for more clarity around their professional and personal directions. Every day we journaled, every night we gathered to reflect on the events of the day. Separate exercises were devised to help connect more with our senses, to live in the moment, and to encourage us to be more open, more communicative, and more true to ourselves. But more importantly, in coming together through our shared stories, 
we were encouraged to be gentle and forgiving with ourselves. This stuff is hard. It was hard for me to open up about my personal struggles, my sense of failure, and to bear all that I disliked about myself. It was even harder to do it without breaking into tears publicly. Emotions, feelings, tears, that's not how I was raised. It's not brown people stuff. My upbringing was one of expectation, duty, and obligation to your parents, culture, and religion. There was no room for discussion. You just got a thundering slap. But I went into this with the intention that I would invest wholly in the experience. No holding back, however uncomfortable it got. With the one hope that I'd come out a little bit brighter and a little bit lighter than I went in. On the second last day, Mike took us out into the forest and split us up about a kilometer apart on another winding path. And there we sat by ourselves for two hours in what really was a day so appropriate for this activity. To meditate, to reflect, to appreciate, and to be present. It was drizzling. The leaves glistened from the fresh water drops. The air was crisp. The thousands of creatures of the forest were singing the songs of their people. Looking out into the vast forest, in silence, you realize how small you are in the grand scheme of things. And that even in times of intense turbulence, there's a way to appreciate, to find peace, to live. And if you don't think you can do two hours in silence with yourself, not distracted by a phone, a TV, or food, you're wrong. You're capable of so much when you put your mind to it. You are capable of change. And so that's where I end this story for today. A story that started with confusion about self and an exploratory conversation. There's more to be shared about what happened next and the adventures and learning that followed. But for now, know that I came back with a recognition that my career did not define me. How? How in a world with so much beauty, culture, difference, pain, injustice, need, and also goodness, could a job, a career, be synonymous with the sole definition of my identity? It couldn't, and it didn't feel that way as much anymore. But it also made me appreciate my career and the jobs I've done, the skills they've honed, the experiences and people they introduced me to, and the opportunities they give me to explore all the other parts of me. So I came back with the desire to be amazing at my job, but to also take more risks, to experience cultures in a truly immersive way. I came back with a different perspective of an appreciation for the value of community and also with a reinvigorated childhood passion for writing and storytelling. Hence my first step of a podcast with all of you. You, me, us. We're capable of so much because we are so much. We're more than a son or a daughter, a caregiver, a parent, a provider, a spouse, a nationality, or a religion. We're more than our past, our responsibilities, and our obligations. Our obligations to ourselves, our whole selves, our whole evolving selves, is to live. It's not to be successful. It's not to be rich. It's not to avoid failure. It's simply to live the best life we can, to be the best beings we can be. And best has obviously taken on a lot of new meaning lately. It's no surprise post-pandemic after people have really had time to stop and think that they are changing careers, ending marriages, moving countries. The inherent need to learn, explore, grow, and change has been allowed the freedom and time to emerge and be examined. So instead of suppressing it, instead of being depressed by it or finding excuses for it, embrace the discomfort. 
change up your environment, your routine, your people, your mindset, even for a few hours a week and experiment and discover who you can and want to be. And as a reminder, it's never too late. I hope you enjoyed this daybreak with me today. This is my first take of daybreak, so I am feeling a bit like I'm stumbling along as I explore themes, learn the ropes, and gain my confidence. But please follow along every Wednesday because there are so many more stories to come of personal dilemmas, explorations, and learnings that have guided different people in their journeys of discovery around what it means to live. And please feel free to write to me on Instagram and let me know what you'd like to learn about more or if you have a story of exploration and transition you'd like to share. Next week, we have Hope Patterson joining us. She is a hurricane life coach, a change agent, and as I said before, she's a talker. But Hope has worn and continues to wear a multitude of hats and provides a continuous flow of inspiration on how to explore all that we can be. So she's definitely worth a listen. And now that you've taken a break, let's go explore. You've got this. Live strong and embrace the daybreak.